Welcome back, everyone. The Equally Responsible Opinion Show. It's been a while. The Arrow Show. We've been busy. It's been a long time since we've been on. We've been, well, you've been traveling the world, bro. Hey, man, we'll get to that later. Hey, but San Diego over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but let's go around the room. I'm your host. Well, wait, I guess what? co-host. Wait, wait, the fuck? Yeah. See, our cursing already started. Big no, even no, said he wasn't cursing today. You the host Wait, now? first like, of all. It's like, welcome to the Curtis Show yeah. featuring. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is uh, Casey, and this is Joe to see. It was like one of those moments. <laughs> uh, we got a full house today. Full Joy- house today. Full house. Full house today. <laughs> Joining us is uh, to my left, as always, Victor Greenwood. Victor, how you been? How about the motherfucking Lakers, bro? Okay, just cursing already. Just cursing already. Cursing yeah, already. Often. Uh, to my right, we got Kevin Figs. Figs, how we doing? Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you got that good credit. <laughs> yeah, and then on Zoom, coming live from somewhere, undisclosed location, we got Kevin Atkins. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm in the building in spirit. Always, always. always. Having some spirits for your spirit. Um, it's it's not taking spirits. Not taking spirits today. No, uh, there's too many people watching, so we'll just keep this one <laughs> PG. <laughs> but no, let's get started. We had a crazy, crazy couple months with the NBA. The Bucks won their first championship. Since Bucks, didn't you say a quote in one of the previous episodes that Giannis would never win a championship? I said he would that for a while too. Yes, he would regret signing with the Bucks because yes. he'll never win. I remember. Uh, yes, I remember him saying there. that. I did say that. I did say that. I. You know what? If it wasn't if it wasn't for Giannis sticking his foot out and Kyrie getting hurt, he probably wouldn't have won. I'll hear the excuses, bro. All I hear is the luckiest that run. Is, that man is the Finals MVP. How, he look. How much did he pay the ref to stick his foot out and hurt Trey Young? <laughs> but the one thing I'll give him in a game six closeout, you put up 50. McNuggets. You put up your free throws. You make your threes. Yep. I Nothing but respect to that man. Like, I can't say anything bad about Giannis. So I was, I was wrong. Wrong. I will admit to that. I was wrong. Uh, but we've had a lot going on over the course of the summer. Free agency just started. Had the draft. NBA Summer League somehow was already going on. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Didn't the season just end? That's what happens when you stretch it till July. Well, that's no. not going to happen because we already saw Adam Silver was like, hey, we're back on schedule. Yeah, really October. We kept it the way that it was. So, yeah. Victor, I'll start with you since you remember everything. Uh, what were your, like, your biggest things about the end of the season, your overall offseason predictions, or what did you see from the draft and free agency? With the championship first, obviously. Go for it, yeah. I think when, when Giannis got there, I was like, oh, this is good to win. And the entire time, I was like, I hope he wins because I want to rub this in Curtis' face for the rest of my life. So even though he was down 0-2, you were still like, he can come back. It was on the road. That happens. Hmm. That's not untrue. That's not untrue. So you're giving giving more credit to Giannis, but but you're not putting the blame. Like, the Bucs won it, not the Suns lost it. I think how uh, people were saying what it was, the Suns weren't ready to be there yet. They truly got lucky. Three rounds straight with injuries. If you want to call it with the foot out with with Trey Young and Kyrie – then you got called for the Suns too. Though. No, that, that's true. But my biggest thing is like, uh, if that's you're not, not that's ready, not Chris true. Paul. Chris Paul wasn't ready. No, you've Chris been in the Paul league how long? The Suns weren't. No, Chris Paul disappeared. Chris Paul was hurt. So, okay. I mean, as he usually is hurt, you know, around that time of year. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. In the yeah, playoffs. real talk. I mean, I thought he was for sure going to be out during the Western Conference Finals, but he. He was hurt though. Whatever he had going on with his wrist was evident because I've never seen him mishandle the ball like that. Right. Yeah. Well, my biggest thing was I like, let's be honest, we all thought they were gonna lose to the Lakers. Like we yeah. we all kind of thought like yeah, everyone said they're gonna lose. No one saw the injury happening, so and, and they damn near lost to the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard there. Yeah, so like if Kawhi was there, they would have lost that series in five. Chris Paul coming like, at like coming big in six and staples. You know, which I thought was his vindication. Like, hey, yeah, like, absolutely. you know, how many games has he played without making a finals? And, again, the Suns, will they be back next year? That's a great question. Doubtful. Doubtful. Like, campaign had one really good game. It's not even that. It's just look at, to you guys' point about them, the lucky runs for both teams, but specifically Phoenix. They would have made it out the first round if Anthony Davis was healthy. Yeah. they would. Maybe they would have beaten Denver, even if Jamal Murray is healthy. Maybe they were evenly matched. They could have beaten them. They weren't beating the Clippers, and they weren't beating the Lakers if both of those teams are healthy. No. So now they're going to be – well, the Clippers won't be. But the Lakers will be back healthy. Denver's going to be back healthy. The Golden State Warriors that's, are going to be ding, back ding, healthy. Ding. That's, that's it. You know? So all these teams are going to come back and going to be better. Phoenix is not going to be bad, but they're not going to be – Utah is going to be just as good. Yeah. So, I mean, 
they're going to fall down in the standings just based on the fact that you just can't bank on this many injuries. This is like the, the craziest year I've ever seen in the NBA when it comes to injuries. Yeah, it really is. And like LeBron spoke up about it and said, hey, this is what you get for rushing the product. Uh, you know, players getting hurt. But some of those were freak injuries. Like, yeah, again, Kyrie. With the wear and, tear. and then some guys, it's like, hey, no disrespect to James Harden, but like, you're injury prone. Right. And B, you get hurt. You're injury prone. Kyrie's injury. Kyrie didn't even play in the bubble. So you can't say it's wear and tear for him. That's true. I, again, Giannis and Sick his foot out. They win in five. That's all I'm saying. Even yeah. LeBron's injury, you know, someone fell on him. Like yeah. a lot of these are just freak things that could happen at any a- time. So AD, he's injury prone. So yeah. it's like it's half and half. Like some are just right. like Trey Young stepped on a ref's foot. Right. Like, come on. Like <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Uh, but no, Kev, since we haven't talked to you in a while and we haven't gotten your thoughts on the NBA draft, like the Detroit Pistons have the number one overall pick. They get Cade Cunningham, aka the Motorcade, which I don't know how I feel about that just That's yet. Stupid. It's but it's like the Motor City. I get Cade, it, eh. it's still stupid. Um, were, there stupid. Any, uh, were there any big surprises to you of the draft that happened just last week? Um, I'm gonna say absolutely not because I didn't watch the lick of college basketball last season, so I don't know who any of those kids are, with the exception of like Jalen Suggs and um. Jalen sucks. I'm telling you. Yeah. Why that's the thing that was pretty interesting was uh, like Isaiah, well, not Jalen Green, excuse mm-hmm. me, the number two overall pick was G League. Correct. And we saw another player but from the G League. If he went to college, he'd be number one, probably. Yeah. Well, that's well, the yeah, thing. That's, I like that, though. I like the fact that they're starting to have players to say, we can skip college, just do the farm league, whatever, and yeah. see if they get drafted. I didn't know you can get drafted from the G League now. Yeah, 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 that that team was designed for that though. Correct, they did. They designed it for high school kids who want to come out early and Make can a have little it. money. And but learn. it's and you play against better competition also, there too. That was before COVID. It was supposed to be like an actual thing. It was, but then COVID kind of really derailed them a little. They it were still did. playing, but it wasn't what it was supposed to be, which is sucks. But Jalen Jalen Green was that he was that dude since like tenth grade. But now it's right. interesting because now that we have the like name, image, and likeness rules that have passed. Our guy is still going to go to the G League, which doesn't get as many ratings as a Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, UCLA. So even now, like, yeah, if Jalen Green would have gone in last year to the G League and been the number one overall pick, it could have been like, hey, look how good this G League is for players. But now it's like, do I want to go to the G League and play for 500000 where I can make, like, actual advertising money yeah, in other school. Your brand is going to be bigger if you play at a Blue Blood school than if you play for the main Red Claws or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're not, those teams aren't getting on ESPN and Fox and the big oh. networks like that. Let's be fucking highlights. So it's the crazy thing where the G League was created. This whole program was created so they can make more money. Then NIL comes in where you can actually make more by going to college. Exactly. It's just so backwards. And those and those schools, those big blue, like blue blood schools, like you know the boosters are gonna be out oh, there. Yeah. Like remember hundred dollar handshakes under the table? Oh, that was over the oh. table. Oh, oh yeah. it's gonna be over the table, it's gonna be like come to rest hundred thousand. Like I'm gonna right. say hundred thousand. Yeah. That's why like they're getting paid half a million dollars to play in the G League, which is like that's big still. Yeah, like, they get a lot of a lot of experience, but remember, a lot of these kids are coming in with their own social media phones already too. I was right. just about oh, to say that with social media, they have access to uh, far wider reach. That's just relying on being seen on TV once a week. True. That's yeah, kid, that's a good point. Because what if uh, Leangelo Ball, you know, or Lamelo Ball, excuse me, had, had it? You know, because he had how many million followers when he was sixteen years old? Yeah. So he was. Our- after what the ninety-one point game, that yeah. was it. He was got his So if not for his father doing all the stuff in the Lithuania, if he would have went straight to the G League, he could have profited off of that, stayed around the states, done appearances, yeah, been here. That could have worked out for him. And I think it's interesting too, because like bringing it to the women's side, Paige Buchers from UConn, the mm-hmm. you know, freshman sensation, she's already trademarked Paige buckets. No. So you're already seeing it like on the men's and women's because I think she had the I think she had like the most followers like of anyone in like wild. Yeah, yeah in March Madness. It's like yo what like yeah she's, she's, these players are pros they're icons they need to deserve it. Yeah you know? no I think I think my biggest takeaway was the Warriors. I mean you can't lose. You get James Wiseman last year at number two overall. Great pick. Great pick. Great Still pick. don't know what he's going to develop into. And right. then you have a number seven overall and a number fourteen overall. Yeah. So within two years you have three picks within the top fourteen. And then you got like you got those three coming in with Steph like coming back, signing his max contract. Well, we'll get to in a minute. And then you got Draymond coming back, and then Clay's coming back from injury. Why wouldn't he like start the season? Like, I haven't heard anything yeah, set back. You well, he think... said he's been running lately, but I think he don't stop. I felt I heard he was going to be ready for the start of the season. For the yeah, if everything I've heard, yeah, he's be 
good to go. Yeah, well, my thing is like you still got like Andrew Wiggins, you still got Kelly Oubre. You, I mean, you got it, but what do you want in return? Like, if you didn't get Bradley Beal on draft night, which, which everyone expected, thought, like, yeah. yeah, they thought they were going to trade those two picks and get something, and they never did. Yeah, so you kind of just go from here, and if you're the Warriors, like, rebuilding, hell no, like, no, I competitive while you. That's that's hard to do in the NBA. Though. Yeah, I think they're in a win-win right now. It's like you still have three guys who have won championships coming back, and then you got three young players. So it's like you are literally passing the torch yeah. off. And you still have Eric Pascal coming off the bench. Like, you still got no, guys. I well, see what Wiseman can do with him. Yeah. Wiseman, is, he's, he's too good to be on a team that good already. Well, the yeah. thing is, with those two picks they have this year and Wiseman, as the season plays out, if those guys play well, you can trade them at the deadline, too. That's still that's assets think, that's, that you can move. They're you probably going to try to like, wait for the buyout market for the trade deadline. Yeah, I would think they would try to find, you know. Or if, actually see how the season goes first. See how Clay works out. If he stays, like, yeah. what we assume. Just roll it off and wait. Yeah, no, no, but I think like just to kind of put a ribbon on the draft, everything was kind of like, okay, kind of him goes one, mm-hmm. Jalen Green goes two, Evan Mobley goes three. The only big surprise was with Scott, uh, uh, number four pick, the guy from no. Florida State, always oh, right. dancing, my man dancing yeah. for the Raptors, and then you got Jalen Suggs going five. So I think everything kind of went in order. And as you know, Kevin, you said like a lot of people didn't watch college basketball last year. Because why would you? It, it wasn't yeah. appealing. It wasn't like no sexy names were coming out. You just so. don't know anybody anymore is the problem. That's what the one and done does to it. So guys go to go to you. People always say you root for, <clears throat> excuse me, you root for the front of the jersey, not the back anymore, because you don't know these kids. They're there for a year and then they disappear. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost absolutely. like you have to watch like AAU and high school basketball now to know who right. yep. any of these guys are. Yeah. And you want to talk about AAU, this NIL rule, like those AAU kids are going to start getting paid. Yeah, like those kids are gonna make some money. Definitely. Um. So the big thing for me is, as we put like a finishing touch on the NBA draft, what, what Kevin, what were your thoughts on NBA free agency? Like, what did you see? We had a whole bunch of deals go down uh, on Monday when it officially got kicked off at uh, six p.m. Eastern. What did you see, Atkins, uh, free agency so far? Uh, I saw a lot of hype about nothing. Like, Ooh, okay, everybody <laughs> talking about all these moves, like the Lakers making moves. The Bulls making moves. I'm like, DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and uh, Lonzo Ball are not a big three. It's like oh, one in a four, one in three quarters. Maybe. <laughs> oh, so Caruso doesn't make it a big four, Kev? Is that what it is? No? I mean, That's a goat, yeah, all the, yeah, all the memes about him being the uh, best player in Bulls history. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, That's hilarious. That's fair. I mean, I mean, he's an exciting player off the bench, whatever. But I mean, no, I just don't believe in it. And then especially with the Lakers, uh, you just signed a bunch of old guys who dominate the ball and just don't play winning basketball. There's a reason why none of those guys have championships. Oh, yeah. Okay. Trevor Reza. Championship with the Lakers, 2009. Dwight Howard won it yeah. last year. Dwight, like, decade, that's over a decade ago. Okay, Dwight Howard. I was. I don't know if they still fucked Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> what they did, they brought in a bunch of guys that were just moving on to free agency in the Lakers now. Yeah. They did what they could with the situation they were First in. Off, the Westbrook thing threw me off. Like, I, I, nobody legitimately saw that coming. Even though they were like, oh, we might get him. I was like, we're not getting because you you figured it's not gonna it's, it's not a fit it's, it's not, not gonna it's not fit in money wise every two so, months and then I know where boom so Laker. their biggest issue last year was three point shooting still their issue oh no I mean all the guys they signed Wayne Ellington better than forty percent Ken Bazemore better from, than forty percent Wayne Ellington that was ten years ago. Ken yes. Bazemore, he played for the Lakers when we sucked. It wasn't 10 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Malik Monk. Malik Monk. That's a good pickup. 22 I mean, years old. He shot 40%. I like, I like yeah. Malik Monk. I like Malik Monk a lot. So, yeah, um, these guys are limited to a degree, but they yes. all fill in, can fill in yes. holes. That was a glaring hole that they had. Now, the problem is what they gave up and not re-signing Caruso was perimeter defense. Yeah. So yeah. while they may be better offensively from the outside, they're going to be worse defensively on the perimeter. But you can also make a case that Avery Bradley's still out there. He's about, and he could come back. Laker fans won't like this, but Danny Green could come back too. I mean, he was yeah. the he was the whipping boy. Every time something bad happened, it was Danny Green's fault. <laughs> yeah, which it so, was <laughs> sometimes. But it was it was. Yeah, it was. You know? <laughs> but he's still a solid three and D player. You know, yeah, he could fit a role for them. No, I think like Rob Palenka was trending on Twitter today, and I think he's doing a lot to put pieces together. And when you take up so much salary with those three. You're really hinging on those three to stay healthy. Yes. Like LeBron's a year older. Marcus Saul's playing in the Olympics right now. 
Like he's a year older. AD oh, he used all his legs. <laughs> yeah. AD, like that's the thing is AD is one of the youngest players on the team, and you have no faith in him staying healthy. Yep. Because he can't. I've been telling y'all this the last three years. But he's still like he's still Anthony Davis. He still can put up numbers yeah. when he when he can. When the, when he's playing, but yes, he likes to on street on the street clothes side of things. So <laughs> it's like you knew what you were getting though when you got LeBron, and then you got Anthony Davis. It's like you knew what you were signing up for. He said it. I'll never forget when he signed his extension. He was like, "Yeah, I have a history of getting hurt, so I decided I'd just rather sign my extension now." Right. Because the idea was he was going to sign a one plus one and then cash in big. He was like, "Nah, screw it. I'll just sign it right now." So it's so interesting when we just talked about the opposite side of the coin that the Lakers are on compared to the Warriors, mm-hmm. where it's like the Warriors have three guys that who have won championships and who are now like I'm not going to say Warrior culture, but who can now pass it on to these young guys. Yep. Whereas the Lakers are like, "Look, we got these three. We're going to win it now, and then after that." Who the hell knows? We're the Lakers. Is, we'll figure it out, and we'll go from there. It's Cavaliers West. This is what it is. Like, yeah. when it, LeBron was with the Cavs, and they were paying him, Kyrie, and Kevin Love all that money. You just bring in Kyle Korver and bring in George Hill and bring in this old guy and hope it fits and hope they can do something for you. Yeah. That's what it is. And it, That's it, what you sign up for when you get LeBron at 36, 37 years old. And it's old. so funny how everyone's the same thing. Well, they need three and D. Like, that's like the buzzword right. around the NBA. It's like, you need three and D. It's not that easy to sign. Yeah. yeah. And that's like the most convoluted uh, statement, I think, in basketball now that all the perimeter players have to be able to shoot threes and play defense. Like everybody plays defense. I mean, you don't need somebody necessarily like P.J. Tucker who's going to grind the entire game and do nothing but sit in the corner hoping that he gets an open shot. Right. You need guys who can handle the ball, who can attack attack the rim, who can actually get their own shot, create their own shot in like dire situations. Two minutes left. Braun and Russell can't do that the entire time. No. No, well, for uh, last, well, the biggest issue with them last year, they had nobody outside of LeBron who could do it. Russell can at least do that. Baseball can create a little bit off the dribble. Kendrick Nunn can create his own shot. So I think they addressed a little bit of that issue last year or uh, this offseason, too. So they have guys that can create. The problem is you just didn't want to have to lean on LeBron. The problem is whenever LeBron went out of the game, you had nobody that can create off the dribble. Well, you have guys, at least a couple of guys that can do that. Now. But at least a 10-minute spurt. Yeah, right. That's Westbrook is used to being the head of the snake. You might not like all the decisions he makes, and he turns the ball over, and he plays wild. But he can't do it. No, I have no problem with Westbrook's game. Uh, if you play fast, you make mistakes, that's fine with me. He's always playing hard. He's always playing fast. I have no problem with that. Only problem I have with Westbrook now, he's, what, 32? 33. He'll be 33 when the season three. And he's been hurt pretty much every season the last three four seasons at some point so he played about 60 person. games this past year he played he was okay he was hurt yeah. yeah he was in the beginning I mean, yes. you still you still keep russ and i think russ is also kind of a safety valve because just in case like anthony davis does get hurt like and lebron's like hey like i can go but i'm not 100 russ is gonna give it to you like <laughs> every it. every game the white let's go yeah exactly well that's the thing so i'll ask you victor it's like we've seen this story before that I mean, true, but my, my, my thing is, how do you feel about Carmelo Victor? Because I think that's kind of like I'm getting Jersey. <laughs> that's, the first, <laughs> that's what, I that's said. what we said. Yeah, not so, that I, think, I hope, I, I think if LeBron talks, don't sit down like, listen, nigga. That's, the, the red, real <laughs> that's, life, that's real how he starts. That's how he starts the conversation. Listen, nigga, I picked you up. I could find you last year. I did it for a fucking reason. You have a chance to be sixth man of the year. Go out and play the fucking bench. Leave the fucking bench. When I'm out the game, it's on you. Yeah. All you, you don't even fucking need 50 points, 30 points. All mm. need, no, give me a solid eight to 14 points, bro. Right. Solid. I like that. I like right. that, but that, that's, I don't, like that's no. not conducive to winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's not he's not a six man at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, like, four years ago, he could have been, four years ago when he went to Oklahoma City and was laughing about hey, coming off the bench. They want me to do him off the bench. That's when he could have been a six man. Now he's a role player. It wouldn't surprise me if he actually started, and they started AD at center, which I is where him, he I should be. It. I do see him starting center. Yeah, they should start AD at center because the problem with Westbrook, LeBron, and AD, you have three guys who can't space the floor. Yeah. It's like, this is not consistently with AD and LeBron, and we know Westbrook can't shoot. So you have to have two people in the starting lineup who are knockdown shooters. So whether it's Ellington, whether it's Carmelo Anthony, Monk, somebody, you're going to have a combination. So LeBron's going to have to play the four. You're going to have to have uh, AD at the five and then fill in the rest in the back. Yeah. Hey, suck it up. Hey, you guys suck it up. Well, let so me wait. Hold on. Is it tampering? Because remember how they had a, a dinner supposedly a few weeks back about him coming to LA? Not for players. Players can talk to each other. It's just front office people. Teams. teams. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so why everyone thought, is the front office. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's why everyone thought the free agency, the start of it was so slow and lackluster because we didn't really hear anything. 
because Adam Silver really put his foot down like, hey, like, there is no tampering. Like, we are not going to do it. Maybe. I feel like once 3 o'clock hit, there were oh, deals flying. That, but that's what I'm There's saying. There's like, no way but, that but contracts are being agreed okay, to in 35 true. seconds. But, like, they weren't being reported, like, in past years where we're, like – Well, beforehand. The only yes. one we kind of knew was, like, oh, Kyle Lowry's going to Miami. Like, that was the only that one. Since they, yeah, speculation. But even for that to happen, somebody's talking to somebody. True. So the way they get around it is the players talk to each other. They got their players' friends. Yeah, agents talk. Somewhere. Agents are friends and talk to each other. They're playing golf out there. Yeah, that's how they get around yeah. it. But everybody does it. I don't know what happened with Milwaukee last year, and they got fined for it. They did something wrong in the process. Yeah, but everybody, everybody Everyone tampers. Well, even, even Team USA was talking about, like, what is that? Like, oh, everybody here is trying to tamper and recruit? Yeah, yeah. Like, as you should. Team USA for. As right. you should. You think, you think. Demarcus Cousins was on uh, Team USA as the third, oh, the third splash brother, and then like after that he signs with the Warriors. Yeah. Come on, man! Like, okay, right, right. He was a free agent. Okay. Well, well, here's my thing. Like to finish up with the Lakers, we saw that the two people who got humbled the most on the Lakers was Andre Drummond and Dennis Schroeder. First off, Drummond, I feel bad for him. Whatever. But no, I think they got go paid. What say that? What? What, Kev? What'd you say, Kev? I feel like Drummond got played. Oh, what? played by who? Yeah, who did he get played by? The Lakers? By Vogel, the whole coaching staff. How? They start, despite the fact that he was bad, they kept starting him until the last well, game I of the mean, season the, when it was what's undeniable. What's the point they of had to him and not allowing him, like, don't play him. They did play him, they started him. Yeah, from day he, one. He wasn't that great. Yeah. And he was terrible. And they kept starting him because my because we found out after the season they promised him a starting role. Yeah. The only time they didn't start him was the last game against Phoenix. I think it's interesting when you look at okay, Andre Drummond comes from Cleveland. His replacement, Jerry Allen, gets five years, 100 mil. Right. And then Dennis Schroeder still hasn't like he wanted what he one, played himself. He played himself yeah. a lot. Yeah, he played himself. Come on. Dennis Schroeder did like a blessing by saying that was an extension. He did. Yeah, he absolutely, absolutely did. did. Because now the Lakers have an advantage. They can either bring him back on a one-year deal and have him be the sixth man, which I wouldn't be opposed to. Yeah. Or they can work a sign-in trade because they, which they should, honestly, because they can get more assets and better players. If he has a twenty million dollar contract, they can trade and bring other players back. Right. So that we were talking about that earlier. It's like they, they, they use that on Kendrick. They did use that on Kendrick. Yeah. Okay. So up until then, everyone was signing like veteran Med players. all minimum contracts. Yeah. But now my question is, what does Schroeder get you? Like, if you're going to trade him, like one, who wants him? True. And then two, what do you get back in return? Is it is it even a player or is it picks? Does he humble yeah. his ass and say, you know what, I don't want no fifty, I'll take a hundred? He's not getting 100. I mean, the Lakers offered him 84. He wanted over 100. The markets dried up. Everybody that needed a point guard got him. Yeah, exactly. Derrick Rose stayed with the Knicks. Kyle Lowry's in Miami. The the Bulls. If you finally goes back to Utah, if you're a point guard, just sign up with the Bulls. Apparently, because they want every point guard that's on the market. Hey, but those are the versatile point guards they got there, though. That's true. Because I think, like, not to jump ahead with winners and losers, but I think the biggest loser of free agency so far has been the Pelicans. I don't know what they're doing. Like, come on, I you have give no up. idea what they're doing. No, I mean, no, Portland, I mean, they resigned to... Norman Powell. Like, that's the best they could do. They have to try yeah. to do what they can to keep Dame. You, so, like, okay, so you have Dame and CJ. You still have two pieces that know how to play with each other. Look at New Orleans as an organization. This will be Zion's third year and third head coach. And the team is getting progressively worse. Yes, you had Drew Holiday. Get rid of him. You bring in Eric Bledsoe. Get rid of him. Okay, well, Lonzo, he's throwing alley oops. Okay, get rid of him. Lonzo like, had the best year of his career this past year, by the way. Boom. Boom. So it's like, if you're the Pelicans, like, what are you doing? Because I'm already starting to chant, like, you know Zion's coming to the Lakers, right? If nothing, he's leaving. You, you know he's Zion's not, coming to the well, Lakers, I was, right? I'm telling homie, uh, he's boss about, like, yo, say five days, Tatum, bro. Like, we're going to get back. Like, I was you like, think so? Who knows, bro? It's fucking Lakers. Bro. My, they get everybody, dog. Eventually. Lakers, you know? be whoever the fuck they want. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we talked about, like, who do the Lakers have over the next, like, three or four years? Because Lou Al Dane comes off after next year or the next couple of years. Lakers don't even start. They're like, whatever. We'll do it next year. They're literally saying, yo, we're going to buy this year. Next year, next year's problems. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at next year's problem, you're like, okay, LeBron will be 37, substantial oh, this is a one-year team this is a one-year team one, rental team one or two years one yeah, or two years players, well, two, does, so all i'm saying is zion's probably not going to sign his rookie extension i'm just saying zion's the lakers like it's probably going to happen 
I would think that he would. And I would think New Orleans would match it. The problem is he'd be a restricted free agent, so they could match it. They didn't match for Lonzo. I can almost guarantee they'd match for Zion. Oh, yeah. But at this point, it's like, yeah. Now he can force his way out. He can pull an AD and say, I don't want to be here. I mean, he's already doing that. Like, oh, oh, some in my channel. Yeah, my family family circle say they don't like New Orleans. It's like, come on, it's already started. He's like that for over a year. It's like picking a six man, they can redeem themselves. I would. uh, The thing is, if you can't look for any other avenues to improve the team, you can sign him for whatever you want because he's your own free agent. Right. So you can sign him for like one year's twenty one year twenty two million and just have him be your sixth man. Like I wouldn't be opposed to that because there's still value. There is t- when he's not the number one guy. When LeBron and AD aren't hurt and he has to be the head of the snake, he's he's good. He was solid last year. He had a he's solid not, year last year. Yeah. He just can't be the guy. The news first book, they said how much money he wanted, and everybody said American dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said he 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 played in Germany right now. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. It's like he I think he has an ego like they all do, but it's like, dude, you got to know your worth. Told him like, hey bro, this is blonde hair got to you, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> check hey, check your roots. Yeah. They're not You're blonde, right. okay? Check you your good. roots. You ain't that good. But nah. I think I think Figs also he blew, he blew free throw last year. He so. did. When he had his opportunity to actually shine, he couldn't do it. Yeah, but Fig, I think Figs brings up a good point. It's like who needs a point guard that's really going to go act like be aggressive and go get one? For that money, yeah, for the amount of money he would want, yeah, and know? I think like you look at like teams like OKC. Okay, oh, he just well, their THT signs like. I'm saying if they would have had him plus that in five now, well, and they essentially made their choice because THT is making exactly what Caruso made, so they basically picked THT over Caruso, which is is smart because he's younger and has higher upside. Isn't one a clutch? Yeah, okay, yeah, he is. A, okay, he, oh, he is. is. Oh, he's a clutch guy. Clutch okay, guy. right, 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 right. Rich. Yeah, Caruso, <laughs> Caruso was probably one of the first players I've ever seen. Like I'd let you leave my team. And I was actually happy. I was like, damn, bro, like, get your money. Yeah, right, you're right, happy right. for him. That yeah. he got paid. I'm happy that he made his, got his money and come back in four years, bro. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll I hope so. Well, yeah. I think, I think, so let's, let's just like to finish this up. The Lakers finish where next year? As of right now, I say like third. third I'm fourth. assuming that they're healthy, which yeah. is probably a hard assumption to make. Yeah. But assuming that, you know, AD plays 70 plus games and LeBron plays 70 plus games. <laughs> <and so laughs> plus I know, Kev. <laughs> I know, Kev. I know. <laughs> But assuming that happens, seventy they be they you know, <laughs> no, there they'll be a they'll be a top three seed. I, I think they're gonna have to put the foot in the gas. They're gonna be chilling. They're gonna try to. Win. It's a marathon, a sprint yeah. mentality. Yeah, Westbrook's doing that shit. Right, right, yeah, right. Westbrook's on one hundred percent. I feel like I think LeBron's gonna look at Westbrook like you know what, you do this for right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my tempo oh, yeah. down still. I want you to control this shit. I can. And then in crucial moments in the game, well, fuck it, give me the ball. And you start slashing. So I can absolutely see that the Lakers low managing or LeBron choosing to low manage more this year, knowing that Westbrook can do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But at times last year and the year before, he couldn't because the team wasn't good enough to. They didn't have a legit third option. Now they do. Who can handle the ball? Russell Westbrook can do this. And you might, well, Kev, like before I get to my. Russell's the third option? Yes. No, I think LeBron's third option now. Offensively. No, he's not. Uh, no, 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 he's, he's still not. Ryan plays for LeBron. Kev, where do you think the Lakers finish next year? Yeah, like third or fourth. They're going to dog it most of the season and try to turn it on towards the last 20 games, whatever. Get a momentum for the playoffs. I give them a third or fourth. Yeah, I think there's a couple things. That's, that that's, if, everybody, that's if everybody's healthy, which – they're not going to be. They will be. Um, <laughs> and if everyone's playing up to like the level you like, it's like, hard. I mean, they got. I think they have five guys that are thirty-five or older, or excuse me, thirty-three or older, thirty-three or older. This is the grown man team, baby. This is grown man, this is man, grown man team or the old man team. Grown man business right now. I like how someone called it the purple and golden girls team. But no, so my thing that also goes into factors is like I think Phoenix are they as good as they were last year? You got Utah. Are they as good as they were last year? Denver, Jamal Murray is going to be hurt. We don't know where he's going to be. The Clippers, Kawhi, you have that knee injury. Where are you going to be? Luka, after the Olympics, is probably going to sign his rookie max. Is Porzingis going to be good? Is is Tim Hardaway just signed a big Porzingis contract? Is washed. So is, is Tim Hardaway Jr. your number two right I now? I don't think Por- – that's Rick Carlisle's fault, man. Porzingis still can hoop. They just haven't been not, – nah, Not to the level that he was before. Uh, I think he's just physically – he's washed at this point. He's an okay player, but he's not – a franchise one or two option at this mm. point. He's a role player. I think the West is going to be a little bit weaker. 
just a little bit weaker with injuries. Just with injuries. Just to yeah, start. I mean, consider Kawhi's likely going to be out for the entire season. Yeah. No one. Well, yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't Kawhi know. Doesn't, he up for a hamstring? Yeah, Kawhi yeah. doesn't play until – unless, unless yeah. he's like 125%, he's not playing. So, so like, he's not going to be that coming Again, I think Jamal Murray, like, is going to be a big loss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. San Antonio loses DeMar DeRozan let's, let's and Patty Mills. Porter stepping up for him. That that's the big question. Kevin Porter it's, make a jump. You Michael, know what Porter, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, can he do it? Yeah. Wait, didn't the Warriors get Otto Porter Jr.? They got Otto Porter Jr. So I think the Warriors could be like top four. No, I think. Were, I think Steve was saying the Warriors are probably depending on seating to play Western Conference against the Lakers in this series. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, we we don't know. We have to see what kind of shape Clay is in and how he plays and how he performs after missing essentially two full seasons. That's but not easy. We are all the Warriors. Are we talking about the boy, light skinned nigga? <laughs> yeah, we're yo Curry. I mean, he signs a four-year, one twenty, like hundred twenty million dollar contract. Only player in NBA history, two hundred and ten, I believe. Oh, right? two fifteen. Excuse me, I'm doing the wrong one. He's the first player to sign two hundred million dollar contract. He's getting paid like five hundred fifty nine million the last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh and he's gonna stay. Like he said, he wanted to stay with one organization. Right. He's gonna do that. Hopefully, well, Clay and Draymond can do it with him. Right. I think that'd be really cool for them. Draymond uh, can go away from me personally, but that's, that's, that's just <laughs> I me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Draymond, no, he's not going to leave. I mean, Draymond's not going to be good nowhere else. <laughs> 100%. Well, I mean, like Steph Curry, this is a legacy contract, and this is something that he's really been well deserved of. Goes out and wins the scoring title last year. Going to come in with Clay coming back. I mean, those lottery picks. Yeah. Like, how good can Wiseman be? Well, I'll say one thing about oh, Steph, though, because. And then another he was year, really yeah. Good for, he was really good for yeah. The thing I love about Steph is that people were questioning, okay, now you don't have Clay, you don't have Kevin Durant. This is literally your show with a bunch of young dudes and not a lot of experience. What can you do? And he had like the best year of his career. All of his shooting averages were up. His assist numbers were consistent with where they have been. He played as well as he could play. I understood why. People were saying he should have had more consideration for MVP. It's rare that you give it to somebody who was in a play-in game, right? But but without him, they're winning 15 games last year. That's how great he was. That was one of the best individual seasons a player has ever had. So we know for oh, sure. Yeah. That... No, Kev, go ahead. Go what ahead. was that, Kev? Easily. Wait, say that one more time, Kev. You got stepped on. No, I said easily. I mean, that was very reminiscent of my. It was about like 2006, 2007, Kobe-esque. Absolutely. Yeah. He literally did everything on his own. I also want to see what happens with just looking ahead is you speak about the playing game and how many ratings that got for, uh, for ESPN. They're definitely playing on Christmas. Oh yeah. Warriors Lakers. Yeah. Like they're for sure playing on Christmas. They have to come on. Like they, they have to come out. Yeah. But it's still LeBron. Dude, it's still Steph Curry. Oh, the Bucks, the Bucks have to play Christmas. Yeah. yeah they'll get opening sure. night and Christmas. Yeah. They play on- they're either going to play Philly or Brooklyn. One of the two. No, no, you gotta play the Warriors. The Lakers, you gotta play the Warriors. Bucks and Nets. Yeah, you got because my thing is like the Knicks. They'll probably get the nine a.m. slot. Lakers, Lakers, Staples or up north. It depends because you probably put. I mean, because the brand new stadium, no one's really seen it yet. They want to use that shit. Uh, yeah. The reason why I said it because the brand new stadium they haven't even got a chance to use. Like they want to for the Christmas. Yeah, with a full with a full crowd. Right. So I'm thinking like not to get off like. But I think your first game would probably be Knicks Brooklyn or maybe something like that. No, I, I, take that back. Your first game would probably be New York the Knicks versus Philly. Maybe no, the Knicks, Hawks. Knicks Knicks Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks. I think will so. Be you have like because of Trey. So you have like a rematch of the playoffs. Then your second game would be Bucks Nets. Then your Knicks. third game, your primetime game would be Warriors Lakers. Yeah, and you got to figure out the other two games from there. You would yeah. think. Dallas will probably so you yeah, got yeah, Luca in there, on there. Luca in there, like yeah. probably Clippers, Mavs. If you put Dallas and Clippers, then you might so Dallas and Phoenix, play. and then you there you go. Probably put Phoenix in there. Too. If you have Clippers playing, then you have Clippers won't be at home for sure. Yeah, the Clippers usually they they oftentimes are good Christmas home games. They usually play the late the night game that the very yeah. The, that way you could. You can put the you can put the Lakers up there, and like what Kevin said, you got to put the Suns in there. Like they are the Western Conference champs, and so someone knocks them off. So who would they play? Like yeah. Lakers in six this year. 
I've seen that floating around. By the way, since we're talking contracts, you mentioned Trey Young. Shout out to him. He got an extension. Yeah. Shea Gildas Alexander got $170 million. Yeah, I was just going to say, rookie so, contract extension. Yeah, all this money flowing around. And Luca's going to get his. Yeah, Luca's going to get his. Jimmy Butler, older guy, got an extension from Miami for a few more years. So more salary cap. Well, I don't think well, they'll ever do that, but yeah. I think right. I think the biggest thing for me is Shea Gildas Alexander, that was a surprise. Because Kentucky product, right? Kentucky product, but the big thing was everyone knew what OKC was doing. Mm-hmm. Like they were tanking. It's just they're in a market that no one really cares about. They know there's only one way for them to win: draft pick, draft pick, draft pick, and hope somebody hits. Exactly. You know? And you have well, they had they had a chance. They have 17 yeah. draft picks over the next like eight years, right. eight seasons. Right. Like, come on, they had a draft day trade. So, like, my I was surprised because you heard like their asking price was so high for SGA. But would they do it to land that superstar since you have all these draft picks? Right. Then you extend him. You're like, okay, he's he's there to be like their guy. Their now. guy. But then I think that's the question is like when you have a team like this, is it do you have the guy or do you have is everyone like a cornerstone? He's a corner. I don't know if he's a face of a franchise guy. I think I mean, he's, he's good a, enough to be an all-star. He's a solid player to add to somebody. There, yeah. So I think he's when you good look enough at, to be an all-star, but he's not a superstar to carry anybody. When you look at Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards is the guy. Yeah. yeah like he is the be, guy. He's a player. But, to fly you look at OKC and it's like, what do they really do? Right. Like, who do they yeah, draft? They're still figuring it out at this point. I mean, they don't you got 17 that draft yet. picks. Like, you got plenty. So you got plenty of assets to figure it out. Yeah. You know? That's wild. It's like to use a baseball analogy. The Angels drafted 20 pitchers with all 20 of their draft picks. It's like, one of them got a hit, right? <laughs> you <laughs> play, so. You played a yeah. number. It's like, somebody's got to be. 20 pitchers, they all of a sudden. Yeah, that's they, just yeah. bad luck at that point. Or bad scouting. Like one, yeah, one, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, one or the other. So well, it's kind of like that way. It's kind of, it's a very, it's a volume situation for Oklahoma City right now. I, but Kev, I, I think it's a big thing because one, they're always going to be linked together. Trey Young and Luka Doncic since they got traded on draft night. Trey is like, I guess you can say Trey's winning now because he was the first one out of those two to make it to a conference finals. But the fact that both of them signed their contract, contract extension, what does that tell you about like the future of the league and where it's going with these young players? I mean that's that's gonna be the face of the front of the league. Uh, it's gonna be Luca. I mean everybody says he's the best basketball player in the world. It's whoa, whoa, who, who, who's saying that right now? Some people were saying that last year. Some were saying that last year. Yeah, I didn't necessarily agree with it. But I mean he has a skill set and he has the the potential to be that in the next mm-hmm. couple of years. It just has to be a little bit more consistent. I do feel like if you were to swap Luca and Trey. In the playoffs, Luca gets to the finals with the Hawks team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Luca can bring you. He's bigger. He can give you a little bit more. He's not as frail. It makes sense. And that's not to no knock on Trey. I'm just speaking truth. You know. Right. Yeah. You know. So uh, the Trey is an excellent player too, but Luca gives you a little bit more than Trey does. He's a walking triple double, and he's already he's young. Look how great he is already. Oh, and, and he's he's, he's three years in or whatever it yeah. is. Well, I think it's interesting because Giannis earlier this week said, like, I don't want to be the face of the NBA. Like, Giannis is like, I just want to go out there and play and play hard and be with my family. I want to be the face of the NBA. So, who knows? Like, Luka might. Like, as you guys said, he's undefeated with the Slovenian national team in the he's Olympics right now. He's all by the way. He picked up three fouls in the first quarter the other night. Didn't matter. Played right through it and lit him up in the second half. And he's crazy. They, they whooped Germany. Yeah. They whooped destroyed, destroyed him. Whooped him. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're rolling Mo Wagner out there. It's like, who's, who's Germany's <laughs> best player, you know? It's like, well, when you look at Luca, they'll now play France. Yes. The Team USA who beat Spain. And I love this because in the exhibition round, Damian Lillard said, like, you never see international players play this great mm-hmm. in the NBA. And I don't think we saw a better example of that than last night with Ricky Rubio. Yeah, Ricky Rubio. His career point high in the NBA is 34. He scored 38 last yeah. night against Team USA. So he went all like, and Spain's like one of our like opponents that we always constantly see. It just always eliminate. And it was a Gasol for his last game, right? The last official game with the. Yeah, yeah. not coming back. Powell, Powell's cycle. not coming back. Both of them. Powell Mark. barely made the cut this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh, shout, shout out to Luis Scola. Yeah, Scola's uh, out yo, there. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah, Scola's got to be 50. Scola. He was Scola looking was old when he came over here. Yeah, exactly. He was good to the Rockets. Was like, so like, damn, okay, Scola. Out here fucking bitches like that. <laughs> I do want to see what happens though with Team USA because we lost to France in the, like the first game. And France is good. France is good. Everyone was freaking out, but then you have 
Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, who weren't a part of that. Right. Then they come over. They start gelling. They were down 10 to mm-hmm. Spain yesterday. They and were not looking good. They were, what, 3 of 15 Yeah, from well, three? the problem is they kept jacking up threes. I was like, uh, the problem is, and they, it's very much an NBA issue now. Everybody wants to shoot threes. So these guys are so used to penetrating and kicking. It's like, bro, the lane is open. Right. Just dunk the damn ball. And like, you're, you're bigger, faster, more physical. You are. Right. You can get to the lane easier. Yeah. And, yeah, they're doubling you because that's the only way they can stop you. Yes. And you kick it out, and it's like Dame was, like, not having a great game against Spain. No. Uh, and it's like, dude, like, literally just go up there. And when you see, like, a guy like Tatum or Levine do it, it's like, come on. Just y'all can come splash on. to the rim anytime you want to. Exactly. Stop settling for all these threes. So, so Kev, I'll ask you, Team USA will play – uh, who are we playing? We're playing Australia. I believe so. We're, our next game is against Australia. Right. If we win that in the semis, we'll make it to the finals. We'll either play uh, like Slovenia, Slovenia, Slovenia with Luca or France. We all want to play. Everybody wants to see oh. USA versus Slovenia. So, so be- go lax Slovenia real quick. And I think that you- little boy who <laughs> leave this shit is. I think like- it, it's remnant of 1992. Yeah, Tony Kukoc with Croatia going yeah, to the Bulls, but- and then like Jordan and Pippen were like, no, we got him. And I feel like that's how, like, our team USA will probably be like, hey, know. we got him. I don't know if we got anybody good enough to lock him down, though. He's, this ain't Tony Kukoc. Yeah. This is a different beast. It's different. He's different. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Kev, this is a different beast right now. They're not locking him down. They're not intimidating him. He knows all this. He's played against him for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's lit, and so and it's lit up all of them. already been dropping 50 on y'all niggas. Yeah, Kev, great point. Kev reads up a great point. He's lit up all of them already. So, so. And I guarantee he says nigga, too, on the court. He got called a uh, bitch ass white boy by uh, Markeith Morris. No, the no, Montrez. One of them, that, like one of the guys on the Clippers. But no, Kev, who would you rather have Team USA play? Uh, France, or would you rather have them boys play Luka Doncic? I, I want Luka to whoop their ass. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's the, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come That's on now. Durant about to have a fucking 60 piece. I want, him to get, I want him to have a 60, a 60 piece triple double. <laughs> he might. He just missed I mean, a triple double the other night. Now, here the thing for me is: all right, you you never want to say you want to play a phenomenal player, like maybe one of the best players in the world. But also, I feel like France is a better team. So yeah, so they have more cohesion. They have NBA players. They're really good all across the board. So I feel like it's easier for you to try to shut down Luca than it is to try to actually formulate a strategy to beat an entire team like France, who already has confidence and has already beaten you. So right. it's me. I take my chances placing against Luca and just boxing one him and do a bunch of other crap and make some other guy whose name I can't pronounce beat me. And that's, it's, that's, it's, like it's also interesting too because Team USA lost to Australia mm-hmm. in the exhibition, so they lost them in Vegas. So we also right. have to like get past them as well. And I think Kevin Durant, he's just going off. Yeah. Like remember when he was like, "You know who I am? I'm Kevin Durant." <laughs> oh, okay. It's well, also relying on hero yeah, ball for him yeah. to have to save you. You shouldn't have to do that. MJ didn't have to drop not 60 with the Dream Team. No, he did not. No, no that, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. This is probably one of the weakest teams since, like, 2004. And again, oh, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you ask, why, like, why, again, I understand it's patriotism and you want to play for your, your country and win that goal. But some of those guys are like, Tatum, you had COVID. Yeah. Like, why are you over there trying to risk it? Like, Levine, you're becoming a free agent next year. Like, why are y'all playing? Like, Draymond, I get. Like, yeah. this is how you <laughs> right. get to so, like, like, yeah, okay. I get, yeah, like, come on. JaVel McGee, like, his yeah. mom played. Like, well, he's like, playing. Like, that'd be like, cool. For some people, like, they kind of want to play for it. They want to win a gold medal. It does mean something to a lot of guys. I mean, like, I, shit, I don't have one. Like, yeah. You know, like, how 08, 2012, 16, that was the crib of the crib. Like, that's Especially why we, 08. 08 yeah. was the redeemed team. But, like, so, like, someone said, like, even if we had no, like, chemistry, that team was just had literally the five best players in the world. Just talent. Like, we'll right. figure it out. Like, no matter we'll what, figure it out. like, no one's LeBron, give me, give me 10 points yeah. real quick. But I will say they did have chemistry. They had an entire offseason to go to camp in Vegas and practice together. They also had their, their, their superstars. Like, yo, fuck it, we're going to win this shit. Yeah, like, they I had think the superstars filling roles. These guys were literally thrown together right after the season ended. You mentioned three guys weren't even there for the exhibition <laughs> yeah. season. And the first game of the actual Olympics – they're literally throwing this together. Like, yeah. It's a bit, they're having to figure well, this out. The one on the thing fly. I love, too, is, like, I think it was 08, the last time we played Spain, like, Kobe hit, like, what, six threes well, in a row? We've actually eliminated Spain every single year since Dang. 2004. That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> so that was the championship game, right. and that was a great game. Yeah. But we eliminated them in 12 and 16. That's true. Yes, that's true. They have not gotten gold because of us. Well, I think it's funny, too, if you talk about Luka Doncic. Did you guys happen to see the video of Huka Doncic? I can't say that I have. What? You haven't seen Huka Doncic? 
So basically, it's a, we think it's a court in Boston. I think that's what it says. Boston. 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 This guy is looking like he's playing a game of basketball, pickup basketball, league basketball, something outside. Okay. He's looking at this camera, hanging out with his friends, takes a puff of hookah, smokes it, blows it out, runs back on the court, midway through, gets the steal, drives the court with his left hand layup. They're calling him Hookah Doncic. Impressive. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty <laughs> sweet. I've not seen this. No trash. It's it's hilarious. Figs is watching it for the first time. It's so funny how he looks at the camera, gets gets the steal with his right, dribbles with his left, hey, well, yeah, and he gets the no floater. Defense, just give his big no, ass like, a lane <laughs> to, to the rim. Stupid. Like this fool is hookah. He wasn't paying attention. No, planned. No, he jumps out, steals the ball, does a fucking left-handed layup. Like, what? <laughs> I don't. I guess I was expecting it to be like some like scrawny like white dude too. So, <laughs> when you say hookah Doncic, I guess I. Uh, I, mean, I, think I understand the play on words, but yes. you know, no, I think that, it, that image was not what I was expecting to see. <laughs> put it that way. Hey, we, we have some people out there in Boston. Uh, we do? Well, I, I think so. Shit, I don't know. But no, I do think it's interesting getting back to the NBA, though, because I do want to hit on the like the big one, as we talked about, the one that came out during free agency that really kicked off free agency was Kyle Lowry going to the Heat. Yeah. Now, for me, everyone's like, oh, this puts him in contention. I was like, for what? So I'll put it this puts way. Puts him in contention for what? For... You don't know how the season is going to play out. Who would have thought when the season started that you'd have Phoenix and Milwaukee in the NBA Finals? True. So if nothing else, Miami puts himself in a position. It makes them better. He's a bulldog. That is a Pat Riley type of point guard in Kyle Lowry. They also got P.J. Tucker down there. Yeah. They're going to be a tough. They're going to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. If they can be healthy by the time the season ends and have some good fortune when the playoffs starts, I don't see why they can't make a run to the finals again if things break their so, way. And they so, have young guys coming off the bench. They still have Duncan Robinson. You know, if Tyler Hero gets his head out of his ass and stops believing <laughs> his own hype and just balls again. Like, they have talent. So they out of bio, they which, can play. What you're saying is their defense is going to be on point. Yeah. So when they play the next, they'll give up, like, 115 instead Essentially, of yes. Okay, Essentially, okay, yes. just saying. Yes. No, but I do think it's interesting that you bring up Duncan Robinson because, like, highest paid – undrafted free agent of all time yeah. like that extension he signed he got 90 million dollars yeah this is unreal but, but he can make threes we talked about making in, threes in today's nba that's the value that's where if, you, if you have lowry driving if you have butler driving if you have bam on the inside and as you said Hero, who took a major step back because jack harlow names a song after you know, him he's, 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 he's hanging Beach. out with ig models left and right yeah. i'm not mad at that no but it's like you gotta take care of business first you can handle Do you business, handle business but then take care of business too no, no, I still think Tyler Hero was living in South Beach and uh-huh. made the finals. He absolutely was. There was a song named after him, and he was all like, Oh no, I'm living my best life to the fullest. Which, I ain't mad at him. But... And of course, like, did, how long is he a heat? I mean, Robinson puts the work in. Exactly. Hero, you think. talk about that he he culture. He's so young, too. Longer. Like, he could still turn around. He's still super season, young. Honestly. Like he might even change. Oh my team. god, he had a, a sophomore slump. He's the season's career is not over. He's I didn't say it was over. He's, he's 21 or 20, whatever he is. Like, no, he got plenty of time. But, but the biggest thing is like they everyone said, like, well, the big rumor was that you didn't want to give up Hero and Robinson to get Harden. Right. Right? Like that's the report. That's the rumor. So now you look at here, like you just signed Robinson, you get Lowry. Hero's kind of like the odd man out if you're talking about like trade pieces or trade because yeah. you don't know how the season's gonna go. Right. So it's like, hey, if we do want to bring in another asset, he'd be the guy. He'd be the first one to be like, hey, you're not living up to expectations. Right. So I'm not saying his career is over, but this was definitely like a wake up call for sure. And I think a sophomore slump is typically like, oh, the league figured me out. Like the league, no, this was like you kind of just had some self inflicted wounds. Right. Again, not mad at you, what you were doing because I'd probably be doing the same thing. Uh, I, come on, like I'll be wild. It's hard not to feel yourself at that point. You're a young guy, went to the NBA Finals, played well. You get out of the bubble. You got a song named after you. You're hanging out with IG models, doing your thing left and right. I understand it. Well, why you gotta put that out there? He's in Miami. Not everyone in Miami does cocaine. Nigga, if, nigga, if you have money in Miami, you want to fucking boat mill that water, doing cocaine, bro. From fucking ass. <laughs> oh, what? Fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Victor, you think? What's going on? Am I wrong, Kevin? <laughs> Ooh, Kevin got no comment. Kevin got no comment. This is fucking. Mom's the word. Next topic. So, (laughs) well, I guess, okay, so we talked about the West. So, like, now the East is kind of trickling in. I think we all can kind of see, like, the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, uh, Vucevic, who they picked up, 
how good are they going to be? The, the Knicks, like how good are the Knicks going to be? Boston, well, Brad Stevens goes up from like from the sideline of coaching to the front office. How good are the Celtics going to be? Or is this just like a three-legged I mean, I think, race now? Yeah, I think some of those teams aren't done yet because obviously free agents is just start. I think Bradley Beal makes his way somewhere else. But see, I the think Wizards Washington are, builds around them. But the the Wizards are inconsequential. Like, yeah, they're not going anywhere no, far. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I need to go somewhere else. I don't think he's going to get traded, though. I think them moving out Westbrook, bringing those other guys in, you have other movable contracts. They're going to try to find a way to keep him there. He still wants to be there. He's kept. Right. He's never ventured off of that. My the the interesting thing uh, for me is with Chicago, what's going to happen with Zach Levine? They have Lakers. way too many guards. Yes. So unless Lakers. they're going to play like Houston, Lakers, unless they're going to play like Houston did, you know, at the end before you know on the bubble, they went super small and basically PJ Tucker was the center and they just played four out with the guard. I don't know how they're going to – and even if they do do that, they don't have anybody that can stop anybody. Yeah. Nobody on their team is a plus defender, not a single person. They have Kobe, they have Kobe White. They, they do have Kobe do. White. Yeah, yeah. Kobe White is still there. So, <laughs> so I know Zach Levine kind of hinted at it uh, the other day after uh, one of their games saying, like, you know, I want we'll my respect. Yeah, I want my respect. I want my respect. I want my fucking money. That's what I mean. So they Pay might me. look to trade. I think he has – he's up in two years. So after next season. So they might trade him away and try to – no, they no. don't get a shooter. No, <laughs> absolutely no, not. absolutely not. But, no. but they have way too many guards. I guess is my we, larger point. We have we have so much to figure out too because what's going on with Philly? Like nobody wants Ben Simmons. No one wants Ben Simmons. Yeah. Well, like no one wants Ben Simmons. Oh, they try to get the Warriors. Oh, the yeah. Warriors pointed and laughed at him. Like, yeah, five first round picks. The mom was this. And yeah, number, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like if he was this good, why are you trying to trade him? Exactly. Like why can't you guys work with him? Yeah, what? what? Yeah, so it's like is are Milwaukee like going into the season? Are the Milwaukee Bucks your favorite in the Eastern Conference? No, the Brooklyn Nets no, are. The Brooklyn close. Nets are easily the favorite. Okay. Yeah. Even if if James Harden comes in out of shape again and whatever, no, if even, Kyrie and you, K, if two of the three, three are healthy, working, if two of the three are healthy, they're fine. Yeah, Remember, they're totally fine. Over, we're talking about over a fucking like two millimeters. This could be a whole different different question. Right? That's true. Right. If, if Kevin Durant, if his shoe size was no, still... big ass foot was on that fucking <laughs> line. No. And we also got to figure out where does Victor Oladipo go. That's another big chip. You know, if he's healthy, even if Victor Oladipo is 70% of what he was, yet to a degree, Kev, you're right. He's a little washed, but he's still talented as he's not going to be a second or third option, but as a fourth, fifth guy, a guy off the bench, he can still be good. So he can be a six man. Yeah, he can stay. And the six nah, man he, can turn nah, the tide. He, he wants his money. He wants but his money. He, he has wants to earn it. So this is a that's not, not in his mind. You well, don't have to. He's going to be sitting at home this year. Come on. This like, a prove it year, he like, stepped away from Miami. Like, yeah. he was like, okay, I'm going to go to Miami. I get traded from Houston to Miami. We're going to do this. And then right before the playoffs, you're like, mm, I'm worried about my contract. I'm going to step out. Like, I, I get it. I won't yeah. say that. That's kind of like, I'm not going to say selfish. I mean, that's smart from a business standpoint on some end, especially when the team you were with just, like, got swept by the future champs. But where, where does he go to? Because he's going to ask for a lot. No one's going to give him a lot because no one's going to trust enough to give him all that money. Mm-hmm. If the best thing for him is sign, like, a one plus one somewhere or sign a prove-it deal. The Lakers, people were bringing them up, would have been a solid option. Sign a one-year minimum deal and ball your ass off. Play with LeBron. Yeah, ball your, ball ass, your ass out and then and get, get a contract yeah. after that. I don't think that's going to happen now. I think the best option there, the Lakers could have given them the mid-level, but they gave that to Kendrick Nunn. Um, yeah, so he can – maybe the Clippers are an option. They're going to need a second option with Paul George with Ka- Kawhi likely out the entire season. Right. So well, whenever he goes – Kawhi's not leaving. No, nah, Kawhi's not going to Kawhi's not leaving. Uh, but wherever he goes, it's going to be like a one-year to prove a deal for him, and he needs that because he's not getting a giant extension from anybody right now. Kev, why do you say he's washed? I just can't say healthy. You can't stay on the floor. He can't produce. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't really produce because he's not on the floor. And, like, every situation I feel like he's been in, he, aside from Indiana, like, he's just – he's supposed to be the guy, but he's not the guy. He's not a two. He, he really hasn't been given the opportunity to be a third option yet. So with his health and inconsistency, I think he's washed. Okay. Yeah. I think he fits a role, but yeah, he's not a two. And I don't think at this point, so after the injuries, third, after the injuries at this point, I don't think he's a three year. Depending on the team, how the team is. Yeah. It depends on how the team is building a role so he like plays. A, like a Boston. Right? Yeah. Cause That's he's also a, go to Boston. He's a tweener. That's the problem. Yeah. I think Kev alluded to that too. He's not a one, but he's also not a two guard either. So, He's a perfect option for a guy to come off the bench. Now, like Carmelo, he has to humble himself and be able to tell himself that this is my role now. If he can do that, then he can get himself an extension and carve out a good six, hey, seven look, years look left in his career. Man. That motherfucker came in and 
Chernobyl did it from day one. Yeah, exactly. Look at him now. Right to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, the one thing I will say is this was our whole NBA show, like whole basketball show. The one thing I will say, we are in the midst of NFL training camp, and the NBA is making a lot of noise right now. So I think that's good for the league. It's not going to catch. It's uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. What was it? Uh, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Old fashioned two rivalries. Yeah. Nobody's going to play, by the way. So nobody you've heard of is going to be in the game. So if you have any intention of watching, unless you're just jonesing for football, are you just don't just gambler, just, yeah, <laughs> just a degenerate gambler. Oh, yeah. Who's going to win this? Yeah. How many times will Jerry Jones be shown uh-huh. on yeah. national TV over right. under nine and a half? Yeah. Give me the over. How many Cowboy <laughs> Hall of Fans will be mentioned in the first quarter? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, will they will they kneel for the national anthem? Mm. That's going to be a no. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, so let me let me just uh, as we wrap up this show, our all basketball show, Victor, I'll start with you. Biggest winners and losers for uh, NBA offseason so far. The biggest winner is the Lakers, and the biggest loser is the entire fucking NBA. We're <laughs> fucking coming for y'all, Lakers and fucking sticks, taking every fucking bet. Let's fucking go. Kev, well, Kevin, go Kevin, ahead. go ahead. Winner, loser. Um, I don't see any clear cut winners. Um, none, none of these signings have, I feel like, put any team over the top in any position. So. I still think if everybody's healthy at the end of the day, Brooklyn's going to be the favorite to win it. And I mean, that's it. Like I said, it's a lot of hoopla over nothing. Welcome to Sports Talk Radio. Right. Fingers. Uh, <laughs> Bigger's winners and losers. For well, the reasons I gave before, the winner for me is Miami getting Kyle Lowry. I know it doesn't make them a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. But again, if things break their way, they have that championship experience now on their roster. Bringing in PJ Tucker, I think, was a huge get for them, too. Uh, so they're going to be the winners for me. And the New Orleans Pelicans, I have no idea what the hell they're doing when it comes to Lonzo Ball, the trades they made, Devontae Graham, the contract they gave him. It's totally ridiculous. It seems to me like they just they're, they just don't want to pay the luxury tax. They're operating it as it. it's an asset management thing. We're going to make money off of TV and off of tickets. We just yeah. don't want to lose too much money by paying players we don't have to. And yeah. that's a sad way to operate a franchise. And that same, seems to be what they're doing. Their ownership group cares more about the Saints than they do about the Pelicans. That's what sure. it is. I, I think the biggest winner for me has and to be the Bulls. Saints is trash, too. <laughs> Coming from a Buccaneers fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think winner for me has to be Golden State. You sign Steph Curry. You make him a warrior for life. He'll go down as the best Golden State warrior of all time. Sorry, Rick Barry. Yep. You get two draft picks in the top 15 who have great potential. You sign Otto Porter Jr., and you still have Andrew Wiggins under contract. And 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 who knows what Steve Kerr can do with any of that. And Kelly Oubre as well. Like, you still yep. got him. Yep. So you got that. And I think loser, as you said, I think, well, let me get bonus winner, Charlotte. I think the Hornets did a really good job okay. with their draft picks. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting a lot of speed on the outside. Guys who can run, tall athletic guys to go. With. Team to watch. They are. You, we, we talk about, like. You know who their star players. Oh, if he stays healthy, they could be top he, four. He Look how good he played this past year. He's only going to get better. Only going to get better. Year was bullshit still, but he did great. And I think for me, like the biggest loser has to be. It has to be Zion. It has to be Zion Williamson. Like oh, he's a loser. That's his fault. I mean, I mean, it's I, the situation. It's his situation. Yeah. yeah. I think the Pelicans, like you, get rid of Stan Van Gundy so early Which on. Which was BS. You get rid of like Drew Holiday. You get rid of Eric Bledsoe. You get rid of Lonzo Ball. Someone needs to throw the ball to, to Zion. He's outperformed expectations exceedingly like he's done so well to start like i didn't think zion was gonna be this good this quickly Mm -hmm. so you need to build a team around it and like brand ingram he's doing well he did he did he did signed his last year jacks but jackson hayes he gets into a little incident here in los angeles they haven't really talked about it he got into a domestic violence incident here in la yeah he's lucky yeah he's lucky still but again like where do the pelicans go from here because the NBA is only going to be so lenient where it's like, look, you got this guy. Like, Morant's doing a great job in Memphis. Right. You saw how well they played in round one. Gentlemen sweep against the Jazz. But you saw how well he performed. Zion needs to be in the playoffs. Like, that needs to happen for ratings. Like, as we talk about, LeBron's getting older. Russ, like, Westbrook, all the faces. Like, Durant, he's two years off of injury. Like, like again, so, I'm so saying. Listen, if you watch. Call it now. Next week, you're going to hear uh, Zion signs with Clutch Sports. Yeah. If you learn anything from this podcast, it's that I'm never wrong on predictions. <laughs> <laughs> of course oh, not. When we're wide back to the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Don't go back to the start, though. With Tucker going to Miami, I'm looking forward to the fucking shoe that he brings out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
He be bringing out some heat. Oh yeah, PJ Tucker is gonna have some heat. <laughs> I like what you did there. He's gonna have some heat with the heat. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin's so happy he's not here right now. Yeah, right, Kev, uh, Victor. Let's get, start with you. Where can people find you, and where can they find the show on social media? I know it's been a while, guys, but we back in the building. So you can always find the show at the Eros Podcast, and that's T H E E R O S P O D C A S T. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can always find your boy at V I C underscore G W four O's and three D's. Kevin Atkins, where can people find you? Um, find me on IG at Kev Two This. That's the number two T I Z Z. Okay, put the put the sexy radio voice on it. Figures, where can people yeah, find you? Know, you can find me right there. <laughs> now, at Fig one on Twitter is where you can find me mostly. Uh, at K-F-I-G-G, uh, the number one. Nice. You guys can find me at Curtis Sheehan on Twitter or at Chillin' with Curtis. That's no G. Chillin' with Curtis on Instagram. Uh, been a long time. Mm-hmm. So glad we were able to do this. Uh, as you said, we are back in the building. We'll be, back, baby. we'll be hopefully this is like not back in the building permanently with this yeah. uh, <laughs> Delta variant. Yeah, 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 no uh, Damn, we outside, baby. We outside. <laughs> but no, make sure you guys uh, rate, review, and download the podcast. And uh, Victor, until then, what should people do? Wear a fucking mask, people. <laughs>